if you have your Bible or following along on you version, we're going to be in Psalm 47 this morning, Psalm 47. And as you're uh, getting to Psalm 47, you know, I'm, I'm thankful uh, for the lessons that my father, that my grandfather, that my father-in-law have poured into me, uh, the things that they've taught me, the, the lessons I've learned from them. And of all the things they've taught me, and they've taught me a lot, I, one of the things that I've always remembered from them is the idea of a proper response, right? Like there's this, you, you learn there's a proper response to things, and my, my dad taught me growing up, hey, there's a proper response for, for a lot of different things. If, if somebody does something nice for you, say thank you. If somebody... Uh, you know, is going through something, say, I'll pray for you. You know, if you do something wrong, say, I apologize. You know, there's a proper response to different things. And as I think about that this morning, and I've been thinking about this text this week, and to me, it can be applied to our Heavenly Father. There is a proper response that, that we are to have before God. You know, God has done so many things for us. When we talked about that last week in Psalm 40, we can look back in our lives and we can look at all the things that have happened in our lives and in the good times and the bad times, we can find things to say, God, thank you. Thank you. You've delivered me from these, these horrible moments. You've, you've come in, you've saved my life, or, or even though I'm going through the midst of this, Father, I, I know that that you are giving me the grace, the strength, the power to, to keep going and to make it through. And we have reasons to praise and to thank God. And that is the response. And in, in Psalm 47, the psalmist gives us a response. This is how we are to respond before God. And so I just want to take a, a little bit of time to look at Psalm 47 and, and to see what our response should be before God, our, our King, our Heavenly Father, for the things that He's done for us and for the, the person that He is, what should be our response before Him? And so we're going to start in the first four verses, and we're going to start in verse 1. It says, Clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God with cries of joy. All nations all over are called to acknowledge Yahweh as King. God is King and you see, when a new king would take the throne, they would be saluted with clapping and, and shouting. And these shouts would be shouts of joy. And so we are to shout to God, our king, our Lord, with, with cries of joy, with praise, with clapping, with, with sounds of joyful noise. And then verses 2 through 4, the psalmist says, For the Lord Most High is awesome, the great king over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loved. The Lord Most High is awesome. He is the only one that is awesome. I catch myself sometimes saying something else is awesome, and Kay is very quick to say, no, God is awesome. These things are great. God is awesome. And, and he is awesome. He is the great king over all the earth, over all the earth, not just one nation, not just one tribe or tongue. No, he is Lord over all of the earth. Every single person in this world is under God. We are under the rule, the reign 
of this heavenly king and to show his power, to show his might, to show his rule. It's proven in the fact that he subdued the nations when he chose Israel as his inheritance. The pride of Jacob here is Canaan, the land of his people, the, the land that Israel prided itself on. He is king, he is awesome, he is over all the earth, and his power displayed to his enemies show, or shows that he is king. And then in verses 5 through 7, it says this, it says, God has ascended amid shouts of joy. The Lord, amid the sounding of trumpets, sing praise to God, sing praises, sing praises to our king, sing praises, for God is the king of all the earth. Sing, a, or sing to him a psalm of praise. He has ascended to his throne, returned from victory while receiving shouts of victory and acclamation, all while trumpets are being played. You see, he is king, he is Lord, he is God of all. He is worthy of our praise. And a matter of fact, five times in verses 6 and 7, we are exhorted to praise God. We're told over and over again, sing praises to God, sing praise, sing praises to our king, sing praise for God is a king of all the earth, sing to him a psalm of praise. In verse 7, when it says a psalm of praise, this is known as a, a masculine. And what a masculine is, is a, a song to teach others about the Lord. And so we're not just called to praise God. No, we are called to sing songs that teach people about God. We are, are told to sing praises that will point people to him. And we do this because he is worthy, because he is king over all. And then... In verses 8 and 9, the psalmist writes, God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. You, need, you know, Scripture tells us that he reigns, that God reigns. Today he reigned, he reigned then, he reigns now, he will forever reign. Psalm 93 verse 1 says, The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. Indeed, the, word, or the world is established firm and secure. Psalm 96.10 <clears throat> says, Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Psalm 99.1, the Lord reigns. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let the earth shake. He is worthy of our praise because he reigns today. He has always reigned. He will always reign. And he reigns over all the nations, not just one nation. No, all the nations. And he is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations, they all gather together to praise their God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth, the kings of the earth, the rulers of this world, the the. Oh, I think everybody who is under God, we, all the, the people we vote for, they're under the reign of God. As the people of the God of Abraham, for the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. The psalmist is seeing a time to come when all nations, everyone will acknowledge that Yahweh is God. And we spent a lot of time in Acts, and look what happened in Acts. The Jews, God's chosen people, it wasn't, the gospel wasn't just for them anymore. No, it was for all people. There, became, or there were Gentiles who became believers. All people 
would now fall under this umbrella. It wasn't just one nation. He is God of all. He is greatly exalted. You see, I think the psalmist makes his point clear in Psalm 47. And I think it's the thing that we should take this morning and we should remember this morning and not just this morning, but as we leave here today and as we go into our, our, our homes and our, our jobs and when school starts back up soon, we take it into our schools. And it's this, our king is awesome. Praise him. Praise him. It's Father's Day and, and we have the greatest father of all time. Our heavenly father is the greatest father there has ever been and will ever be. He is on his throne. He is king over all, ruler over all. And here's the thing, he is worthy of our praise because of what he has done for us, but not just what he has done for us, but for whom he sent for us. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 tells us this, therefore God exalted him, talking about Christ, to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Because of what he has done, he sent his son for us to die for us, to to give us forgiveness, but he didn't leave him in the grave. No, he rose again, and we have reason to praise this morning. And so we're going to put that into practice some more, and we are going to sing some more songs of praise to God. But I want to ask you this as, as we get ready to sing some more. How often do you give God praise? How often do you give God praise in your jobs, in your homes, uh, when you're driving somewhere, when you're going through things, whether good or bad? How much praise in your life do you give God? Because he is worthy of every song we sing. He is worthy of every word that we speak about him. He is worthy of our praise. You know, I'll say one more thing. A couple of weeks ago, I, I was talking to, to Kay about, you know, we had just left the concert, and I was telling her, I've noticed something is missing lately. And, and there's been something, with, I've been going through the motions, and I've been, you know, I, I come into the office, and I, I work on these messages, and, and I study God's Word, but, and, and as I'm reading through His Word, I, there's just something missing in all of it. And I've been trying to, to figure out what it is, and I've been praying, God, what is missing? And the more that I've talked to people, and the more that I've prayed about it, the thing I realized was missing was praise. It becomes so easy to get caught up in the things of life, to get caught up in the things that we're going through, even getting caught up in the daily, the daily grind, the things we do every day. It gets so easy sometimes to forget to praise God, to thank God for what he has done in your life. And I, I realized when we were driving back from that concert, and I was talking to her, I was like, I know it's missing. It's praise. I don't praise as often as I should. And sometimes I listen to these words and the songs we sing, and I hear it, but I'm not really putting it into practice. And I realize that, man, he's worthy of my praise. More praise. He needs more praise from me. And so I've been trying really hard to make sure in all these different things, give God praise, give God glory, thank him for everything that he's doing in my life. How much do we praise God? He is worth every bit of praise we offer before him. And so this morning, we're going to sing some more songs, and it's an opportunity put into practice. He exhorts us to praise him. He is worthy of our praise. I'm going to say a prayer, and then we'll continue singing to him.
Father God, thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you so much for your grace in your life. Father, you are king over all. You are king over all the nations of every tribe and tongue. Father, you are king over us all. And God, you are worthy of our praise. Every song we sing, every word we speak, you are so worthy of our praise. And Father, I am so sorry that we don't do it enough. God, we should make it a habit every day to praise you more for what you're doing. God, help us to get out of the, the, the grind and, and the things that are keeping us from praising you, Father. Help us to, to find those moments, to find those times when we can stop what we're doing and just say thank you, God, for all that you've done for us. And God, I pray this morning we would put it into practice, that we would start this morning to make it a habit to praise you in all things. And it's in your son's name that I pray. Amen.